0: kids are so impressionable. Like this is where they get molded and carry these patterns on for the rest of their life. I mean, we've both talked about it on the podcast. I just want him to have a positive outlook on things and be someone he can look up to.
1: Yeah. So don't molest him this time. Cut that. They say home is where the heart is. So I wonder why your motherfucker always feeling heartless. We
0: are back with another episode of Doubly Negative. I'm Chris, Tito Bulls on Instagram. That's Kyle, Doubly Kyle on Instagram. Kyle, how you doing?
1: Uh, slightly irritated. Uh, how's my audio, by the way? Are you hearing anything else or not really?
0: Audio sounds fine. I haven't noticed anything.
1: Um, okay. I think we're good. Why, are you watching porn in the background? I wish. Um... No, this is the first time we're recording in the day for me. And there's just this just a lot of stuff going on. And uh one of them is kind of funny actually. The the landlord is a really nice guy. And I saw him outside maybe two weeks ago. And he and he he smiles really big and he says, Kyle, we're we're building a pond for you. I'm like, okay. I don't right. care.
0: <laughs> yeah. no thank it's you it's also like imagine you speak no thanks no don't do that yeah right
1: it's like it's not my play. it's it's like imagine if someone built a pond near your driveway right it's like you know whatever and also i'm not staying here that long i'm gonna leave in a couple weeks so i'm not even gonna get to enjoy the pond but that every day look. i get to Side hear the construction
0: that's definitely something he was like planning to do And then after he moved in, he was like, oh, it's for you. No, no, no. We decided to do this for you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah. He's not fooling me. But now I just get to – well, I'm not going to get to enjoy the pond, which I'm sure I would but uh, because I'm leaving. But now I get to enjoy the construction every day. It's just jackhammers and saws. It sounds like a pretty big project.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, making a pond seems like a whole thing. So you've already found a new place. You're moving. That's the – or is this just a, uh, in the future, Kyle, I'm going to get to it type thing? I bought my plane tickets. Hell yeah, to come back?
1: Yep. What's the date? Well, first I'm going to Thailand. Yep. And then I'll be home uh, October twenty-six. I want to say.
0: That's literally the day I
1: leave for my cruise. Is it really?
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll come back tan and looking good. Actually, probably looking awful because I'm going to be eating nothing but bullshit. You'll be dark and fat for a week. Yeah. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. We don't dark or fat shame here. No. But that's what I'm going to come back looking like. And then I think the first thing we do, because I'm a little bit of a gambling addict recently, uh, we're going to go to the casino. I think Mohegan. Sounds Fox. good to me. So. That's seems like the move. Oh, that's hey, exciting! Speaking
1: of um, speaking of dates, uh, last time we mentioned how I was a little bit off on wishing you happy birthday. Right? Was that like a day or two? Or
0: don't? I think I already know what's coming. Is your birthday? <laughs> did it pass? <laughs> oh no! I knew this was gonna bite me in the ass too. <laughs> I did because. I don't check Facebook. And are you even on Facebook anymore?
1: I uh, I spoofed it on Facebook. I, I My real birthday, I don't think, is available anywhere.
0: Was that intentional for the podcast?
1: No, I've been doing that for a while. All right, so... I don't appreciate the the obligatory happy birthdays from people that I don't even oh, talk to. Oh,
0: dude, I hate that.
1: Yeah, so I changed... Uh, I might have mentioned this before on the podcast, I don't know, but... I changed my birthday to January first on Facebook, and now the funny thing is, I'll I'll get happy birthdays on January first from my family, close <laughs> <It's my laughs> <best> friends. <laughs> but the best is like um, people that actually know me, like my sister, famously said, uh, "Happy happy first birthday of the year" or something like that on Facebook. I thought that was really funny.
0: Yeah, but she's saying that because she knows what your actual birthday is. So when is your actual birthday?
1: Uh, it was a couple days ago, the 13th.
0: I said happy birthday.
1: Did you? No.
0: Happy no. birthday, Kyle. Hey, thank you, Chris. Kyle's birthday episode. So I am really bad with birthdays. I don't know my parents' birthdays. No? Um I was filling something out for a passport and the way I found out what their birthday was, because that's one of the questions on the passport thing was checking court records. So I'm not, I'm not good with birthdays. I'm just Whoa, fortunate. That's both, heavy. I'm just fortunate. They're both felons. So I yeah, just checked court connect to fill that out. Cause I don't have any contact with them.
1: I was just thinking maybe I'm going to be one of those old people that um starts putting birthdays in like a calendar on the phone or something. It seems a, pretty smart.
0: I have a friend that does that and he's never late. He's always on time. He's exactly. The commissioner yeah. of my fantasy football league. Cuz I got
1: a couple friends that will do like will they will always wish me happy birthday and I was always like, "How the fuck do they do that?" But they I don't I don't know for sure, but I'm they must be doing it on a calendar because that's the only way, really. Yeah. It?
0: It's got to be. There's there's no way. Like thinking about it now, I feel like those are the people that are the go getters. I bet both like all the people that do that for you have mm. very high paying jobs and they excel
1: they they've got things together, yeah,
0: yeah, me and you we have things together, but at the same time, it's like we'll take it as it comes,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, and we're always um foolishly optimistic. In a weird way, like, yeah, I'll just remember next year. Oh,
0: yeah. Like, I will (laughs) not carelessly. I'll forget plans that were made three days ago. Yeah. So I I think I might start utilizing that calendar app that's on my phone that I've had on my phone since I got an iPhone. Yeah. Maybe we should both do that. So September 13th.
1: And why don't you remind me what yours is? August. Nope. Keep going. No. July 28th. I'm not going to do that to okay. you.
0: Calendars. Is... I'll do this after. You know what's funny? Because I'm looking at it. and it's no, you will Going through like, key dates. Can you text me your birthday? All right. Text me your birthday. Yeah. All right. July 28th. Cool. Yeah. So we're calendar people now. Speaking of being responsible. I've been going through this. I, don't, I shouldn't talk about this on the podcast. I'll tell you afterwards. What? I can't. I, I can't do it. Just in case it's. But All right. Let's just say I might be moving up a
1: little bit in the world.
0: Oh
1: yeah. All right. But Congratulations. On moving promotion. On,
0: we'll talk. All right. Um. So I've kind of committed to something that's pretty big recently. Um, There's this child that was in Michelle's school. And he really likes Michelle. Like, they get along, obviously. I mean, he she was teaching him. They get along. I act like they been just chilling. No. She was his teacher. He's had kind of a rough upbringing as far as, like, abandonment issues with multiple major male figures in his life. And recently we had babysat just to like hang out because he really missed her and blada, blada, blada. Blah. And a couple of days after he had come over, the mom had asked, hey, is there any way you could do this every other Friday to Saturday? Which is a pretty large commitment. Friday night to Saturday at like five and we both decided that we wanted to do it so i'm responsible for a child's life every every other friday to saturday
1: yeah that's pretty big what's
0: in it for you um nothing really you don't get paid i mean not we're getting paid but it's not like uh oh hell yeah we're getting this it's kind of like I want to be there for this kid because I feel bad for what he hasn't had. 50 bucks? 100 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. But to sacrifice a Friday and
1: Saturday. No, I wouldn't do it.
0: Yeah, but part of me is like, all right, I want to be kind of that guy that helps this kid through what he's going through. He's had abandonment issues with multiple male figures in his life and I just don't want him to I don't know. It just it just gets to me. I'd feel bad. I would not sleep thinking about it. So that's something we signed up for and I'm kind of How old's excited. the kid? He's five. Okay. What's he like? Well, he slept over last week and he came over. The first thing he said, I was playing video games when he came over and he was like, I like watching people play video games and I'm like, you're going to be my best friend. Huh. And um, he watched me play for a bit, and then we ended up playing Mario Party for quite some time. Then we watched SpongeBob, hung out. We went to a playground the next day, and he left. And he was very upset to leave. He did not want to leave. So I'm sure he's very excited about this arrangement.
1: Yeah, man, that that's admirable. Uh, what is the... Um... Why? Uh You might have said I might have missed it. Why did they ask you to do this in the first place? Well, Michelle was his teacher. Right.
0: And he just really connects with her. So the mom recognized that and said, hey, I'm trying to work more shifts. So she's a single mom. Oh, okay. Got it. So she could use the help. And why the hell not? So I'm going to be playing Mr. Mom on the weekends.
1: Now, does that, um, maybe this is my attachment issues, but I, w- I would uh, immediately start worrying, like, every Friday? What if I have to? Every other Friday. What if I have something to do? Okay, yeah, but still, like, uh, you know, what, what, if you, what if something comes up? Is that a problem?
0: No, well, me and Michelle had worked it out where, like, if she has something to do, I have something to do. Not a big deal. It's fine, but two days a month, two and a half days, actually, really one day, like 24 hours. So 48 Twice. hours a month. Yeah. Not terrible. And if I can make a positive impact on this kid's life, I'm willing to sacrifice that. It's admirable. Cool. Cause he, he's a sweet kid, and I want him to... Get what he can. You know, in these younger years, it's so, I don't know, kids are so impressionable. Like, this is where they get molded and carry these patterns on for the rest of their life. I mean, we've both talked about it on the podcast. I just want him to have a positive outlook on things and be someone he can look up to. Yeah, so don't molest him this time. Cut that. (laughs) You fucking asshole. That never happened. Kyle's just being Kyle. I'm trying to be a good guy here. And Kyle has to ruin it.
1: it this, this, the, the two words this time. is Yeah, that so makes bad. it like.
0: What the hell? And I know you're going to clip that and put it right at the beginning of the show. You think you're so fucking funny. Don't text me your birthday because I'm not going to remember no, actually, I will remember and we I will did. intentionally not wish you a happy birthday on this day hey, how next oh, year. Man. So how old, are, yeah. how old are you now? I mean, me being the stand-up guy that I am, trying to take a child under my wing and give him a male figure. When is your fucking birthday, Kyle?
1: Those are two different questions. What, what are you asking me? When's your birthday? When?
0: September.
1: Are you, are you asking me for nefarious reasons now? Do I want to
0: I mean, I have it right here actually. So, yeah, I like how you texted me my birthday too in the same text. Why me ref- too? You're going to refer back to this later. Yeah. <laughs> I just look. Oh. Two days after September 11th, huh? Do you have anything to do with it? Never forget. Why'd you leave the country?
1: Good question, Chris.
0: I could play this game all day, Kyle. <laughs> I could play this game all night. Hey, hey,
1: don't stay mad at me. Come
0: on. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. But me trying to say something nice and positive, and I'm trying to be like a, a male figure in this in this kid's life, and you're like, don't molest them. <laughs> okay, obviously. This time.
1: I mean, no, I know no. what happened last time. I know you're trying to be a better guy now. I know you're trying to kind of put that behind you, grow, learn and uh you know the state of Rhode Island agrees they they said you can kind of <laughs> kind of kind of move forward so just you know learn from your mistakes
0: you seem pretty well versed in the laws in Rhode Island around child molestation can you elaborate on that a little bit i learned a lot from you
1: man <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god i don't know where to go from there um so how you doing Kyle how you feeling lately
1: i went to uh well I attended my first online therapy session for BetterHelp last oh, night.
0: Hell yeah! Did you talk to Nick about it?
1: I did. Yeah, uh, you you got us in touch, and he very uh, credit very me. cooperatively. Sorry,
0: I said credit to me. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, he was super helpful. He just wrote. The biggest paragraph I've ever seen. He, I don't think he knows how to indent, make new paragraphs, but he did give me a lot of information. (laughs) No, because he's the type of guy, if you ask him about something, he's like, oh, you need help?
0: I fucking got you, bro. No, he really did. He's not going to leave any room for you to give a follow-up question because he's going to answer everything you could possibly need in one text. And that's why we love him.
1: Yeah, he I guess you have experience too cuz that's that's exactly what he did but but then he did ask me if I had follow up questions and um yeah so he helped and then the one thing he couldn't answer exactly was the cost um
0: I'm sure it varies from person to person depending on insurance and stuff
1: it does now. First, I want to say I don't think we mentioned. By the way, this is this is Nick, the therapist Nick that's been on the podcast uh, three times, and he is a therapist at BetterHelp.com. So that's how I even found out about it. Great so guy. he couldn't. Great guy, my favorite. Uh, yeah, the one thing he couldn't uh tell me about was the the cost. And you're right, it does vary person to person. Insurance, the one thing I think I don't think they do insurance, but uh, regardless. They ask you where you're from and what country you're in, about your wages. And I I put in all the lowest options. I said, you know, I don't make much money and blah, blah, blah. And they came back with, um, I think it was like 75 bucks a week. Now, this was two weeks ago, I think. And uh, no, it must have been right after the breakup, actually. So like 10 days.
0: That is pretty pricey still. 75 bucks a week is not anything to
1: scoff. So I left it alone. Exactly. Yeah, for me, I was like, eh, it's a lot. So I left it alone. And I I think I kind of anticipated this. And I don't know if you've ever heard about this for, for a lot of websites. If you do that, if you register, you go through the process of giving them your email. And like uh, one of the famous ones is you, you put something in your online shopping basket and then you just leave it. You're probably gonna get an email and they're gonna lower the price. And that's what happened. So first they sent me an email and they said, Well, you might qualify for any financial aid for better help. Click on that. Now it's 65. Long story short, I think this happened four times, and I finally got a price of like 35 bucks a week. Dude, they um, lowered
0: it by $40 because you just waited.
1: Yep. See, yeah, I fucking and it, hate that and if it wasn't this... just one email it was it was at least 3 emails where they lowered it periodically like in steps so yeah waiting lowered it by more than 50% yeah
0: that's like the same deal like if you were to leave a job say you're making fucking $70,000 a year and you're like all right i'm leaving i'm going to make 80 and they go oh we can match that we'll give you 80 it's like well, yeah. what the fuck dude you can match that but you weren't just because what am i worth to you
1: yeah, well, that's that's exactly it. It's it seems shitty, but um, that that's exactly it. Nobody wants to pay more than they have to, or or give up more value than they have to. So they're just waiting until you tell them what you're worth. <laughs> I Basically. understand
0: that side of things, though. Yeah, but it's good that you got the lower price, definitely. And do you think you're going to need weekly? Because what if you could do thirty five bucks a month? That's that's a different story.
1: Uh, right now, I kind of want to talk to someone as much as possible. Um, so I did, uh, I did talk to the guy last night and, um we had some technical issues which weren't great. I'm not sure whose side they were on, but the fact that you and I do this podcast pretty seamlessly makes me think it wasn't my fault. Yeah. Um, but the guy was, uh, the guy was pretty good. I kind of liked him. He, he kind of seemed... Switched on like he was listening, like he was kind of processing what I was saying. And I mean, it's the first time we talked, so I didn't get anything from him really. But he seemed like he understood the situation and just just talking to someone that was listening helped too. So and this is Um, a lot
0: different from the first time you went to therapy and you had questions throughout the whole process with your other therapist, really. Questions? No, not questions, but like almost doubts.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. You have well, a more
0: it seems like you have a more positive outlook on this situation than you did last time.
1: Maybe I'm just more resigned to the to the idea that I need it.
0: Yeah. That could be it too. It might not have anything to do with
1: the therapists themselves, but the
0: point where you are now it's like okay please fucking help me like you're willing to accept the help
1: more than you were before i think so yeah it seems more desperate now
0: <laughs> we're both laughing but, 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 it's but not i think funny. you
1: i think you did pick up on something though too though i i definitely kind of like this guy right right off the bat um so yeah we'll see and yeah yeah that's it i talked to him going to talk to him again Next week or whatever. And, uh, I mean, it's kind of a stopgap, uh, until I get home because that's when I'm going to hope to see someone in person and try to make as much progress as possible. But, you think he'll get, I'm just trying
0: to. You think he'll get more out of seeing someone in person than virtually? Uh, I don't know. Worth yeah, a I shot, though. But I, I think if you like this guy, um, I would keep moving forward with him rather than switch to someone in person just because you're local in the States now. You're building up that rapport. You're feeling more comfortable. It's like you're building this process. I mean, this, like, comfortability with this guy. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, well, I'm home now. I'll go somewhere else.
1: I think I would do both concurrently. Really? Yeah. Like every other
0: week with each person? Or, like,
1: twice a week? Yeah. Really, yeah, maybe as time goes on and things get a little bit less. Uh, what's the word as my mind calms down? Whatever, maybe I'll, I won't feel like this, but I, right now I feel like I want to talk to as many people as possible, just kind of process because I'm having trouble doing it by myself.
0: I mean, you saying twice a week says a lot about where you're at because there's been multiple times in the podcast we've both agreed like, hey, I hate making appointments. I hate going to appointments. I hate doing this. I hate doing that because it seems like too much. But now you're kind of like seeking out that like I need someone like multiple times a week. That's a big commitment.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's just like uh, I don't know. Maybe it's like the alcoholic that's Rammed his car into someone and says, Okay, I admit it. I have a problem. I need help. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that's what I've done. I rammed my car into someone, so
0: Yeah, that's tough. I think you coming home is gonna help you a lot. Just being around people and having way more things to distract you, I feel. I hope so. Yeah. yeah. And I hope I can be one of those distractions after my cruise when I'm fat and tan. Fat, tan, and happy. Fat, tan, and happy. No, because I'll be depressed because I'm like, I lost all this weight before the cruise, and now I'm right back to where I was. I don't know what the fuck to do.
1: They have gyms on the boat. You don't think you're going to see that, though, huh? Eh.
0: I mean, the last time I went on a cruise, it was a two-week cruise. I went the first day, and like the boat was a little wobbly, so I was like, I can't squat here. I'm getting the fuck out. And then that was the last time I saw it, and I haven't recovered since.
1: I think the last one I went on, I did a decent amount of running on the on the track on top of the boat. It's pretty cool. I don't know if they all have that, but mine had a, a track around the entire boat. So you could, you know, run around, see everybody sunbathing.
0: I, I think this one will have that as well. And I'm going to do my best to like wake up early and do that before I destroy my body for the rest of the day.
1: Yeah, that's uh I don't know, maybe I was in a decent place a lot at that time, I don't remember, but that's uh that's kinda what I that was kind of the compromise I made. I'll wake up, I'll meditate, I'll take care of myself, I'll exercise, and then I'll yeah, just shove everything into my mouth and ass.
0: Mouth and ass, you say. <laughs> Elaborate on the ass part
1: if you could. Yeah, you know how it goes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's like it's just like a normal thing that everyone knows. On the cruise your ass is gonna get abused. Of course, I'm not sure what kind of cruise you were on, but the best kind. Yeah, the only kind. Um, So it's good that you're you're recognizing you need the help and you're actually wanting to seek the help. That's a big part of it is wanting to actually get the help. It's the same thing with like an addict where it's like, oh, you can do these interventions and stuff. But if they don't want to fix what's wrong with them, they're not going to fix it. Yeah. So it's not like you're addicted to anything terrible. You're not addicted to pain and suffering. Yeah, I don't know. Or
1: Hopefully maybe you somebody are. somebody can tell me what's going on.
0: Yeah. So that's good. That's um, positive news in the middle of a miserable cloud for you. Why are you going to New York? Uh, Michelle's aunt is getting married. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to New York on Saturday. It's going to be kind of a tough one because she's got a terrible form of cancer that's never going to quit. Oh, and she's getting married and we're all going to go there and it's going to be like a happy day, but at the same time, like a very sad day.
1: Like never going to quit. She can live a full life, but it's going to hurt her the whole time where she just terminal. She's only got a while.
0: Only got a while, it seems. It's a very aggressive form of cancer where it's like, oh, we're going to do chemo. We'll see how it is. And it's like, oh, we killed it here, but it's also spread to here, here and here. So we got to attack that now.
1: Damn. She's getting married, huh?
0: Yeah, so it's going to be one of those weddings where it's like we're happy because she's happy, but at the same time, it's like this sucks. Yeah, damn. Yeah, it's a tough situation. And It's tough to navigate too, because you don't know like me being socially awkward. I don't know like what to say. Just don't mention that, I think. And you'll be okay. (laughs) No, yeah, of course. But at the same time, it's like. I don't know. It's just a it's a tough situation, but we'll navigate through it the best we can and move forward and just hope for the best.
1: I think everyone's probably just going to be pretending it. Yeah, just, yeah, nobody's going to mention that. Maybe it'll, maybe there'll be a feeling in the air that everybody's kind of denying it, but it'll be pretty easy to navigate. You just, you just pretend you don't know, basically.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's kind of how I navigate a lot of terrible things in my life. I pretend it's not actually a thing. Yeah. Like, same thing with my parents. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. They're going to OD one day, but I don't, I don't know that for sure you know that's how I navigate a lot of terrible things in my life I just pretend it's not a real thing
1: and I guess it kind of makes sense to a degree because like pick your battles um
0: I mean it works you it works in the do? moment yeah there's nothing you can do and it works in the moment but what happens after that shitty thing
1: actually happens the same thing that was going to happen if you acknowledged it, too.
0: That's true. Maybe you do a good job of not letting it bother you in the moment, and then when it happens, the end result is still the same. I guess so. Yeah, I think that might be the case. I mean, we'll see. It could be any day now where we have a very interesting doubly w- <laughs> negative podcast.
1: Oh. well. Knock on wood, right?
0: Well, I mean, at the same time, what are you going to do? I mean, if you're fucking around with fentanyl, it's my parents are very good at doing drugs. And I don't get it because you see these people dying every day of overdoses. And I'm like, how have they not? How has this not happened yet? That's the point where I'm at now. It's like, how is this still going on?
1: Well, what are the actual stats? It's like COVID, maybe. Like people, people died every day of COVID. Presumably,
0: man shot fifteen times, dies of COVID.
1: Yeah, right. So, <laughs> yeah. so just because you're you got COVID doesn't mean you're going to die from it. Even though people die from it every day. So, even if you're doing fentanyl, doesn't mean you're going to die from it. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know the statistics, but you always see
0: those pictures on social media. It's like this much fentanyl could kill you. That's like damn, I know they're definitely doing more than that on a daily
1: basis. I think there was a lot of bullshit in reporting on fentanyl, though. And I could definitely be wrong because I do not know much about it at all. But I remember hearing, and maybe, maybe somebody can confirm this, but I remember hearing um, from my stepmom, she said she had seen some news report that if someone who's done fentanyl even touches you, you could overdose and die. And I, I didn't, I had not, I'd never heard anything about it, but I was like, that's bullshit. There's just can't, no fucking way. Can't There's confirm.
0: No way. Can't confirm. It's bullshit.
1: Of course it's bullshit. Right. Yeah. But she was absolutely, um, she was adamant. She, she was like, no, that, that's how it works. And she had heard it from different sources or something. I don't know. And. That just made me think uh, and, and some other stuff, too. I, I think there's a lot of fear that goes on in the news. Oh, oh well, wow, that's a revelation, Kyle. Yeah, there's <laughs>
0: that's groundbreaking the news. news. Hold on. That's the title of the episode, dude. A lot of fear mongering in the news.
1: Kyle. But, but exactly right. Yeah, yeah. So so I'm sure there is overdoses with fentanyl. But uh, but that's just that's just my point. You know, how how much how how likely is it actually? I don't know.
0: That's that's another thing about like the news and like what you think is over the top and what's not. It kind of depends on each person, right? Like it's you believe what you want to believe. Like I believe the fentanyl stuff, but at the same time, it's like, why? They always lie to me with other stuff. Why are they telling the truth about this?
1: Yeah.
0: It keeps my antenna up. This is why like I don't trust anything anybody says.
1: You really can't. Once once your trust is broken once, that that reminds me of Doug Stanhope's bit about the D.A.R.E. program. It's just they they lied to us about weed. And after they lied to us about weed, we can't trust them about anything. So they really should have just told the truth. If they told the truth, then I wouldn't have discounted every single thing they said about every truck. And and same thing with the news. If I know they're gonna lie about these things, I'm I'm not gonna trust anything. And I don't I don't know I don't know how you navigate that exactly. I just don't watch the news, but
0: yeah, I mean I've gotten to that point where it's like whatever it's an article, it's either for clicks, fear mongering, whatever. But like like you said with like making weed seem like a super bad drug. It seems like it's not even like they did it intentionally. It's kind of a let's put a bandaid on this whole thing and we'll deal with the repercussions later if we end up being wrong. They lied. Yeah, I mean, they might not even been lying in the moment. They might have just taken what they had and said, this is this is what it is. As far as we know. And then no more way. stuff came out. Really? No, a bunch
1: of them were probably doing weed. <laughs> did
0: you just say doing weed? Yeah, I did. Did you turn 50 the last couple days? I yeah, they're doing pot, so they lied.
1: Yeah, no, they they just they just lied. They just no. What you said is true though. They um they did it with an outcome in mind. We want to make kids not do drugs. How do we not do drugs? We make drugs seem like scary and terrible. There it is, problem solved. But they kind of overlooked the problem of trust.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I feel like part of me feels that it's not always done with malicious intent. And that's just me. Maybe that's the matter, though. Maybe that's the Mr.
1: Bright side of me. I'm not saying it's malicious. I'm just saying they lied. So it doesn't matter what their intent was. They might have the best intent in the world. Their words are valueless now because they lied.
0: Yeah. At the end of the day, what they said ended up being false. Yeah.
1: It's like imagine uh you know, imagine and I I'm not I, I know you guys don't have these problems, but imagine Michelle was gonna go see a guy friend and you're the type that gets jealous. Personal it's trainer. Just, We're gonna say just personal go with trainer, me. just because right. it
0: seems like a very likely thing. Personal trainer.
1: Uh that doesn't really fit my narrative though.
0: Okay, whatever you want.
1: Okay, just, just go with me. Just go with me. Mm-hmm. So you're the type of guy that gets jealous when she talks to guys. I'm not saying this is the case, but just go with me. Could be. So she she wants to meet her guy friend. And she doesn't want you to worry, so she lies. And she says she's meeting a girlfriend. Now, she's not going to cheat on you, but she lies because she wants to spare you the feelings. So she didn't have malicious intentions, but she lied. And now you know she's going to lie, and now you're not going to trust her in the future.
0: Yeah, because that leads to, like, why are you lying about this? Because the only person that knows the true intentions is the person that's making the claim. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. I'm with you. And again, the intention doesn't matter. The intention does not matter. And that, and she would tell you that she's like, "Oh well, I just didn't want you to worry or whatever." And you're like, "I, I don't, you lied to me, and I, I can't trust you anymore."
0: Yeah, because that leads to like, if it's innocent, why are you telling me the opposite?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and even if, like, like we said in this in this example, we know why she did it. She had the purest intentions, but you don't know that because you've been lied to.
0: Because there's no way for you to possibly know that when you're on the other end, it's right. It's you having to trust the person that just deceived you. Bingo. Fuck the Dare program. Fuck Alan Sean Feinstein. It's a bunch fuck of bullshit. The news. Fuck the news. Mm-hmm. And I. That's another thing, dude. When I hear we're the only unbiased news source on the internet, it's like there's no way you're unbiased. And we've talked about this before, where, like with conspiracy theories and stuff. I don't know. Did that episode ever get released? That we did when we were talking like heavy conspiracy theories. I don't know. I don't. Think know probably either. not. I think it might have. Huh? But we were talking like heavy conspiracy theories, and we're like, we're gonna, we're each, we're gonna pick a conspiracy, and then we're gonna argue it from each side. We're gonna pick a side, and then we're gonna
1: figure it oh, out. Oh yeah, I, I, that that got released. I'm pretty sure. Yeah.
0: And then we decided that's just info wars, so we're not gonna do that.
1: There's definitely no unbiased news sources.
0: No, no, I can tell you I'm unbiased about something and you trust me, but I will have some bias thrown in there.
1: The problem with bias, and this goes really deep, is it's in everything from how the story is written and presented to even just the fact that it was presented to you. There's, I think, I think it's called selection bias, just the fact that. Let's say you've got a website, right? They have to put the different headlines in different places, and it it might seem entirely innocent, like it's just ran. It's it's not, and and even if even if the person didn't mean to be biased, they have their own personal biases about what's more important, about what's bigger of a story, what's right, and and they just bias is impossible to avoid when you're dealing with human beings.
0: Yeah. So. Word of the wise, if you see someone saying, here's some completely unbiased news, take this and digest it, don't do it. Because they're probably the most evil.
1: Probably. Yeah, it doesn't really exist.
0: It does not exist. So let's talk a little bit more about you coming back home, because I'm very excited. I borderline want to cancel the cruise. No, don't do that. I'm not going to do that, because I didn't pay for it. Um, you're gonna join the soccer league. Are you gonna be here for at least 10 weeks? That sounds about right. You gotta join the soccer league, okay? You gotta because there's some shithousery going on, and I need someone to up the shithousery because I kind of live for it. Yeah, what happened? Do you
1: want to tell the story?
0: Oh, all right. So, the last game we played, um, this team was throwing out homophobic slurs, first of all. Really? Yes. Wow,
1: not even in 2022. That,
0: not even that we have anyone on our team that would be affected by it, but the fact that they're still throwing that out, it's like, okay, dude. And then at the end of the game.
1: Hold on. Let me, sorry. Let me clarify some things. This I'm not is, uh, gay, Kyle. <laughs> this, I'm married. This is am married. It's just men?
0: It's co-ed league.
1: You got men and women on these teams. Yes. And every other gender.
0: Yeah. Um, However they identify, yes.
1: What are the ages? Whatever. There's no Whatever. age limit. But probably mostly people are adults. They're, they're 25 and up, probably.
0: They're adults, but there are some people that are there that are definitely like 20s, early 20s.
1: Okay, you may continue.
0: Okay, and... So the way this game happened, it was very chippy throughout. They were being like wicked hardos about it. Granted, our team name is FC Hardo. What's a hardo? A hardo is like just the people that try way too hard. Like, chill out, dude. It's Cohen. But we spelt the H-A-R-D-E-A-U-X, as in like Bordeaux, like the French soccer. So we're hardo with the E-A-U-X. Super French. Because we thought it was funny. Um, but this team, like, clipping at people's heels, going in wicked-hearted challenges, and we're just like, dude, we we have jobs. We're all adults. Let's just fucking relax. And They're like that from the start. From the start. And then towards the end of the game, the ball is going towards our keeper. He comes out and grabs it. And the guy that like, kind of kicks at him, when it's very obvious he's not going to get the ball, trying to kick the ball into our keeper's face. So there's an altercation that happens there. And then I get a little furious. There's like yelling going on in the field. I'm on the bench at this point. So I walk onto the field and I say, you do that again, I'm going to fuck you up. (laughs) Because I can't help myself. (laughs) I walk back onto the bench. The game goes on. It ends. And then one of the guys slaps one of our players really hard on the back intentionally. Like, oh, hey, good game. To be a prick, yeah. And then one of our other players walks over to him and slaps him so hard in the fucking chest. He got Jesus. the game ball. I I gave him the game ball for slapping the moron in the chest. So wow. everyone meets in the middle of the field. They're all pushing and shit. And you know it ends up breaking up. Nothing happens. But now I'm curious
1: the- to how uh, how does how does the genders break down. It- does does everybody get involved or is it just kind of the the meathead guys and and the girls kind of like go, go off?
0: I don't really remember because I was fired the fuck up. But it like it was most like there was a few meathead guys like, "Oh, what the fuck?" like their goalie was such a fucking hardo pussy, dude. Sprinting from their goal trying to make a fucking point, but the second he got to the crew, he like slowed down and was like, "Hey, bro, I'm getting held back." And, like, Okay, dude, we know what you're doing. Relax. And I'm in the mindset of this is a Monday night Cohen. We're all old.
1: Are you really, though? Because I feel like everybody says this, but uh, I th- they would probably say the same thing. But when push, push comes to shove, I mean, y- you're probably playing pretty hard, too.
0: No, I'm not. I only... I react to the hard fouls. So like I'm guilty where there was a team that was playing hard and one of the females on the team had the ball and I took her out immediately just to prove a point. All right. (laughs) that I mean, she was the closest person. It was my first opportunity to send a message. She was there and I did. Equal rights, equal lefts. That's right. So I took her out. And, oh, I heard, oh, that was a cheap shot. We moved on. Game was over. This was a different game. This time, I didn't have the opportunity to do that. And, you know, it ended with pushing and shoving at the end. Fired up at the end of the game. And I think the other team knew that the person on their team was a prick. A dumb cunt. And I hope you're listening. I hope you're a fan and you just found out that I was on the other team. And I hope you die.
1: So was there one guy that was kind of instigating most of it, or what, what are you yes. talking about?
0: Yeah, there was one guy that was yeah. instigating most of it. And this has happened on multiple teams where there was one person on the other team instigating most of it. But, you know, they feel like they have to back them up, and I get that in the moment. But just understanding, like, hey, dude, don't do that. Like, if there was something, someone on my team that was doing that, I'd be like, hey, let's not.
1: Yeah, actually, I don't get that, um, and I think that is obviously the the guy is at fault, and he's the 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 entire problem. But the what would you call it? Tribal mentality, mob mentality of oh, I gotta back up my team member. I think that causes the rest of the problems, and I, I don't think you gotta back them up.
0: It only escalates it. Yeah. Yeah, so like I'm with you on that, but in the moment, it's tough to know who's at fault, especially if you're not directly involved in the altercation. Yeah. That's the only reason. So push game to shove at the end. We're pushing each other, breaking each other up. I'm kind of being the guy that's like, please stop. Get your boy. There's no need for this. Let's just not do this. And I want you to be involved. And you're the guy... I want to fight. Let's go. That's not good because Pete's also the guy that's like, I want Bullock to fucking snap.
1: Yeah, Pete doesn't want to fight, but he wants other people to fight.
0: He wants me to... He was like, oh, dude, I thought you were going to throw someone in the triangle there. And I'm like, not a good idea. Because although I know how to kill somebody... It takes one punch to the side of the head for me to get knocked out cold and face lifelong, like, repercussions.
1: I wonder how many intramural sports have ended up in disaster. Probably so many across the world.
0: Yeah, because it's everyone that's like, hey, I wish I was part of something real. (laughs) And then Mm -hmm. they get in a fucking argument. And it's like, do you realize it was Monday co-ed soccer? You know? So in the moment, I'm like pissed off, and I'm fired up, and I'm like, man, I wish that the kid would have threw a punch. Yeah, fuck yeah. And then you kind of relax. You digest it all, and you're like, so if I get in a fight and I win, I'm going to jail. If I lose the fight, I got knocked out in front of a bunch of people. There's, and it's maybe a you're lose, going to jail. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's a lose-lose. Yeah. Having said that, I want to play this team again, and I want to throw in some hard challenges.
1: Yeah, you got to... Told that line. Do do exactly what you can get away with.
0: I don't think it's going to happen because I believe the owner of the league was alerted and I don't think we'll be allowed to play each other again.
1: Really? It was that big of a thing? Yeah.
0: So, that's that. But I would like to play them again.
1: Yeah, Um, it's embarrassing. I've had that too, that type of thing. Um, It's just embarrassing.
0: Yeah, because at the end of the day, it's like What are we fighting over? Yeah. But at the same time, we're fighting because you were being reckless on the fucking... See, I'm fired up again. We're fighting because you were being reckless on the field, potentially injuring someone over a Monday night co-ed league. Like, I have to take it to that level because you took it to that level way earlier for no reason. And you're not going to stop unless you're fucking punished for it.
1: Two wrongs don't make a right, Chris.
0: That's a bullshit statement. If you make a wrong and then I set it right, you're not going to do it again.
1: Does it ever work out like that? To be determined. To be determined.
0: Yeah. Okay. For all of those wondering, to be determined, what do you mean? Come on to the next co-ed game.
1: <laughs> I'll do my best to be there.
0: <laughs> to, yeah. I Yeah, you got to play on the team because it's, it's a lot of fun. And, uh, when it does get scrappy like that, I do kind of love it. I, I sure. love that shit. Yeah, of course. It's a lot of fun. And me and Pete love riling people up. That's how he broke his leg the first time. So, I mean, I guess that's. Oh, a...
1: that is. Yeah, that now that, that, that doesn't make me want to join.
0: That's kind of point proven. Um, he did the Aaron Rodgers celebration, the discount double check. And I mm. think that's
1: why the goalie went
0: so hard on him and chopped him in the leg and broke his leg. Did he score? No, no, it went wide. <laughs> can but I celebrated. No, 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 no. He scored. Did the discount double check? Okay. <laughs> and then the next time he had a breakaway, the guy came out and literally broke his leg. Right. Yeah. 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 So, you know, you take the wins when you can, and you swallow the losses. I
1: guess. That's what you gotta do.
0: Don't you yawn?
1: Don't you yawn? Sorry. Yeah, it was it was involuntary.
0: All right. All right. Um, what else were we going to talk about this? episode? Oh, so we can kind of shift gears here. Uh, back to the, me going to the infertility specialist. Right. Did I tell you I got blood taken? You did. I did. And I apologize for that lack of escapacity. Did you pop off? I popped off. Where'd you do it? In the bathroom. I had to do it early because I was going to Mohegan or Foxwoods that day. And I was getting picked up at 11. So I had to wake up early, pop off in a cup drive to a woman and infants, get picked up around like 10 o'clock and then go to Mohegan. Um, but I really let my wife down. How's that? So we talked about the non-smoking thing because the whole um, lowering the sperm count. People came over for the UFC. She was sleeping. I had smoked that night. And then she could smell it on me. She was like, did you smoke? And I was like, No, I said no, because I didn't want to have the conversation. Then I would have told her in the morning. She She asked me again in the morning and I told her, I was like, yes, I did. Oh, and she was upset, but she has every right to be upset. In my head, I was thinking it's one more day. Who the fuck cares? In her head, it was you lied to me the night before. And you're not really taking this seriously. Right. So I understand where the her anger and her being upset, she was like, I'm not even mad, I'm just like really disappointed. Like we oh we're, tra- we're trying to have a baby. And in my head, I'm like, oh, it's just one day, who cares? But it does kind of set the tone for how serious I'm gonna be about this whole situation.
1: I see both sides definitely.
0: Yeah, and in the moment I was like not a big deal. Who cares? Start tomorrow. But I had to pop off tomorrow. And in my head, I was thinking, pop off with the marijuana in my system. If they say, oh, your sperm count's high, I can keep doing what I do.
1: Ah, I see. Oh, uh uh-huh, uh uh-huh. yep. Yeah, well, I guess that's the type of stuff that should have been talked about.
0: Yeah, exactly. And we didn't talk about it. But the next day... She told me how upset she was. We talked about it, figured it out, and now we have the common understanding. I know how she feels about the situation. I understand it, and I'm taking it
1: seriously. But So what is the agreement, then, about weed? I'm
0: just not, I'm not smoking.
1: For the foreseeable future.
0: Yeah, until we, you know, shit out a kid.
1: Huh. so that that uh that little rationalization you had that didn't that didn't fly.
0: Well the rational the rationalization in my head it seemed okay to me. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, this makes sense to me," but I didn't take into account what makes sense to her. And that's important when you're in a marriage, relationship, anything. You got to take into account the other people involved. And that's What if they're just wrong? I pray to god they are. I pray to god they say, "Wow, holy shit, you got too much." That's the problem. You got too much. You got to smoke more weed.
1: I hope well, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. What what if yeah, what what if yours is like, let, let's just say totally normal. Um and then and then you say, "Okay, well, I can, you know, I can indulge." And she says, "No, you can't." What do you do then?
0: We have a conversation about it. We talk it
1: out. We take a look what at What if she it. is adamant? She says, "No." Well,
0: I'd kind of have to respect that. Because even if it's normal and we're still having problems, who am I to say that me stopping isn't going to help? What if I need to produce more in order to make it work? If that's going to help help the situation, I completely understand. Yeah. So that's kind of where I stand on it. But it was a conversation we had to have, and it was one of the more serious talks we've had in a, a long time, and I thought it was appropriate to share on the podcast. Any tears? She was really upset. Yeah, because it was kind of like, first of all, I lied to her and said I didn't smoke initially, because it was like one thirty in the morning, and I was like, I don't want to have the conversation. Let's just, I'll talk. And time. you were high. High and a little <laughs> drunk. Yeah, sure was. <laughs> So that's where that went. And then we talked about it. You didn't want to invite Steve? I talked to Steve. We're going to go disc golfing, not this weekend, but the following weekend.
1: Mm, I think I'm going to make that a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. Until you guys actually hang out, I'm just going to needle you about it.
0: I'm not going to hang out with him until I'm 200 pounds. What are you now? That's none of your fucking business. How dare you ask me that?
1: I actually got what you're looking for uh several times
0: what am i looking for
1: you're looking for that comment about losing weight oh and you got it great i got it um i used to get it from from tika and and i never believed her because she's you know she's the girlfriend they're supposed to make you feel good right yeah um but then i saw femi for the first time in a while and he said it and again i was like really i don't feel like it and then i saw some other guy at the gym yesterday and he's like yeah you lost weight and Okay, but it doesn't feel that good because I I feel like I just haven't been lifting and I maybe I'm smaller and I don't know. My self-esteem is just so bad that I I can't let it land in a good way.
0: In your situation, it's not really a good thing because you're in a position where it's like I'm not eating because I'm so depressed. That's why I'm losing weight and it's noticeable.
1: Yeah, it was even before. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It doesn't
0: matter. Yeah, I'm in a situation where it's like, I want to lose weight. I'm in a good spot in my life. I'm relatively happy. Someone tells me I'm losing weight. That just puts me through the fucking... I still haven't gotten it. Still haven't gotten it.
1: Are you still on the path?
0: I still am on the path. I was on the Stairmaster today. Kicked it up a notch. Sauna. Soccer Monday. I have a sprained ankle, and I was like, I'm still playing soccer. I can't. No, I haven't exercised.
1: Can't be sprained that bad, huh?
0: No, it's it's a very minor sprained ankle, but it's definitely sprained.
1: Damn. How about diet?
0: Diet's good. I've been I'm eating tuna for lunch every day. Tuna, jerky. I'm thinking I'm gonna go to the keto diet just to drop a shit ton of weight in a very short amount of time.
1: It's worked for you in the past, right? It has.
0: But I have like an aversion to just like plain ground beef and mustard now. Yeah, there's the other last... things you can do. I know, but for me, that's the easiest. And uh, last time I did keto, I got to a point where I was like, I can't even look at this right now.
1: That doesn't sound good to me either. I would find some different choices.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's on me. I need to be a little more adventurous with my meal choices, but it's, uh, I'll figure it out. It's just the easiest ground beef every day with mustard. And that's what I did for like a week and a half, two weeks. Yeah, and at at the end, I went. I can't do this anymore.
1: Well, you said you're moving up in the world. If you're really balling, you could just do sashimi. Sashimi. The sushi. Yeah, yeah, just uh, without the rice.
0: Mm. I don't. Well, I'm not moving up in the world just yet. We'll see. Okay, we'll talk after the pot.
1: I think if I was super balling, that's probably what I would do. I would get some sort of connection for just a lot of raw tuna and raw salmon, and uh, I I could eat that with soy sauce and wasabi all day, dude. Yeah, and that's beautifully healthy. Um, yeah, but you risk the uh, mercury. Mercury. Poisoning. Yeah. Only with one of them. It might be salmon or it might be tuna. Oh, I think it's, it's tuna. either or. It's definitely tuna. Is it? Okay. I well, say yeah, definitely
0: you... without any <laughs> facts behind it, but someone told me it was tuna, and they told me to watch out because I told them I was eating tuna every day for lunch, and they said, just be careful. So I'll take yeah. that as gospel.
1: Yeah, so you limit that one. But, but yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah,
0: but just tuna every day, shit ton of water. We got to keep yeah. going. I haven't weighed myself in a little bit. And I'm a little nervous because I told you it's kind of like down an unhealthy path where it's like, if I eat something bad, I'm thinking about it a lot. Like I had a, a slice of cake last week and I'm still thinking about that, thinking that that's ruined all my progress. Everything I've done is ruined by that one slice of cake.
1: You're still thinking that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's definitely illogical. That doesn't make any sense.
0: None. And then even me on the treadmill, I mean, on the Stairmaster today, I was like, oh, so far I've burned 150 calories. That's one truly. What's that? The seltzer drink. So I'm like, that's one truly. I had to work that hard to work off that. But maybe I can turn that into a good thing where it's like, is it worth that truly to have this much cardio?
1: No, it's it is not. a lot of work. Yeah, I've I've been doing the treadmill too, and it's uh it takes a while to burn 100 calories. It, does. it takes uh, a lot of effort. Yeah, yeah. Of course, there's the other benefits too, just the benefits of putting in the work and making your heart do that activity, and maybe it raises your metabolism the whole day. Who knows? So, so it's 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 more than just the 100 calories, but but it is a lot of fucking work, and. That's the big mistake people make is, oh, I, I ran a couple of miles. I can eat a bunch of donuts. No, that's not how it works.
0: No, because that one donut takes out like four miles you just ran.
1: Yeah, it sucks.
0: Yeah, but I've been doing well. I'm not eating fast food. I, I don't remember the last time I had fast food, honestly. And uh I don't know why I'm saying it like that. Fast food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't had fast food in uh, a while. And I'm eating relatively healthy. I had burgers tonight, but I didn't eat. I didn't have buns. I just went straight burger, salad, sweet potato fries.
1: My birthday kind of fucked me up a little bit because uh, people insist on getting you sweet things. Yeah, I got a cake and uh, and then I got these. Man, these things are ridiculous. I don't even know how to describe this. It's like a it's like a biscuit cookie. And then inside, it's just pure chocolate. It's mm. delicious. Uh, and then I had some beers, too. That was yesterday. I celebrated my, ber- uh, my birthday a day late. Um,
0: yeah, but, but I'm wishing you a happy birthday two days late, so it's not even yeah. that big of a...
1: Alcohol is just... I might I might be done with that, too. It wasn't even good. Like, I mean, it was cool, but it's not worth it. The heartburn after the the sadness... The hangover sad.
0: It's such a downer.
1: Like it is a downer.
0: A lot of times I drink and it's like, I just want to cry. (laughs) It's like, why? This is supposed to be a fun thing.
1: Well, I've been watching a lot of videos about depression and shit lately. That sounds great, huh? Um, (laughs) Well, no, I mean,
0: I feel like I'm the me and you are the same way where it's like, oh, I'm sad. Let me indulge in sad shit. Sad movies, sad music, sad this, sad that. Just well, to... I'm actually
1: listening to lectures about it, and I'm trying to learn stuff. But but yeah, I mean, the same theme applies. But uh, this professor was saying, avoid alcohol like the plague if you are prone to depression at all. Like, just zero. Don't. Just don't. And I don't know. I was kind of thinking about it. And all the times I've drank, and if any of them were worth it, especially recently. Not really. It's not worth it the vast majority of times. When you get back to the States, we're going to drink and we're going to have fun. Yeah,
0: probably. Yes, but no, I know exactly what you're saying. There are times where it's like, I'll have a few drinks, then I'll start thinking of something that I wouldn't normally think of and why it makes me sad. Yeah. Even like the other day, I had a few drinks and I was like thinking about how I love collecting cards now. And I'm like, do I like collecting cards? Because I have a fond memory of me and my dad going to the flea market and picking out sports cards. And I started thinking about all that shit
1: and just went down that path. Yeah. What is that? I mean, they call alcohol a downer. It is a downer, but does it really help those thoughts along? I guess it does, but why?
0: it seemed to in that situation maybe it's because i'm focusing on that situation i don't know if if you're not suffering from like depression or something maybe it doesn't but if you have a tendency to gravitate towards those thoughts maybe it kind of helps you along yeah and that's kind of what i was thinking i was like do i like collecting cards because of this could be rather than I think it's because me and you are both overthinkers, too. And that might also be a symptom of, you know, the depression, um, just overthinking everything and turning it to the worst possible scenario rather than, oh, maybe I just enjoy it because I enjoy it. In this instance, at least.
1: Yeah, but that's not that's not an adequate explanation for a guy like me or a guy like you.
0: No, I don't think it is. Yeah so it's and the thing with that is we'll never have an answer to why we go down those paths like an actual yes or no i don't think that's an answer that we can get to
1: no you just get as close as you can sometimes
0: yeah and even the answer that you come to that's as close as you can get to might be wrong who the fuck knows
1: i think we got to wrap this up dude yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. You falling apart over there, or what? You clipping your nails? Yeah, I got to hang. I got to hang. <laughs> <laughs> I, just think, I think we got to wrap this up, and you started clipping your nails?
1: Yeah, that looked pretty weird. Sorry, but right. no, I got to yeah. I got some stuff to do. I got a deadline today.
0: All right, no problem. Well, Kyle, I love you very much. I can't wait to see you. I'll talk to you. Obviously, before you come here, because we have a few
1: more episodes to put up
0: before then, but we're gonna have a in-person, actual recording,
1: several, and that's very exciting. Maybe we'll do a live one at the at the at the bar or something.
0: Yeah, it's just us taking shots and overthinking our our issues. Awesome. All right, so go follow us on Instagram, all that jazz. Patreon we have that we never mentioned, but go to that, whatever the fuck. If you really care, you'll check the
1: links. Hey, what are you doing, by the way? You owe me an episode. You owe everybody an episode. We're
0: going to do it soon. I talked to her about it soon. What is this soon? You can follow her on TikTok. I think it's Shelly Belly. I don't give a
1: fuck about TikTok. I'm asking you about the episode. What is soon?
0: She's sleeping now, but I'll bring it up tomorrow. Bring it up. I mean, we've talked about it. She's busted my balls. Like we haven't recorded a little bit.
1: Just record it tomorrow. Just do it tomorrow.
0: Well, I'll tell you why I can't do it tomorrow off the pod.
1: All right. Goodbye, everybody. I love you, Kyle. Love you, too. This is life being bound to love.